Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Fox Sports Radio. This is Up on Game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. This is the show for you. Lobs it. Burris alone. Touchdown. And it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. With LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. TJ, I love the way you break the game down. LA, man, you were drafted by my squad, number two overall, 99. Mm-hmm. And Plax, man, you were a 757 product. And everybody knew who Plax was growing up around here, man. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. All right, all right, all right. Welcome into Hour 2. This is Up On Game. TJ Hushmanzada, Plexico Birds. I'm LeVar Arrington. This is Fox Sports Radio. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you missed anything in hour one, which you might want to go back and listen to it if you didn't, or if you had listened to it, you might want to listen to it again. Make sure you search Up On Game, and Up On Game presents wherever it is that you get your podcast. We got a big next hour, this hour coming at you. We got Cuffs the Legend from Some Dude Show from Up On Game presents coming on to talk some basketball. James Harden, hmm, he has some interesting things to say. Uh, but first, fellas, let's, let's get into – You know, there's a big slate of college football games today and none bigger than USC Notre Dame. Okay, so USC travels to Ann Arbor, so there's a time difference and there is a weather change. 
and they're playing against what would be considered to be a, a last-ditch effort to save their season with the Notre Dame fighting Irish being at 5-2. and two. They can mm. they cannot lose another game. Now on the other side, you got USC who's six and zero, and and this could possibly be one of the biggest games of for now for Caleb Williams to define and and maybe put himself in pole position to win that Heisman Trophy for the second time, only the second time in the history of college football would that have been achieved. We'll start with you, TJ. What's what are you looking at? What what's what do you feel is at stake with this game against USC and Notre Dame? This game is the battle of the bads. Mm. Bad offense for Notre Dame, bad defense for USC. Who's going to be the uh, who's going to be the best of the bads? Mm. I mean, it's very simple. Notre Dame offensive coordinator is he's just not getting it done. You have a quarterback in Sam Hartman who transferred from Wake Forest, plays extremely well at Wake Forest. We have a chance at a national championship. We, all the Notre Dame fans. And early on, you're we can't score. We can't move the ball. Had Ohio State beat, but we, we couldn't score enough points. And they're just not clicking on offense. Defensively, Mark Freeman, been good, going to always be good. Conversely with USC, Alex Grinch was a problem at Oklahoma. Alex Grinch is a problem at USC. They can't stop anybody. Give them the best recruits in the country. Give them the best players in the country. I don't know if the system is too complex or they just are not teaching things the right way or he's just calling the wrong defense at the wrong time. They can't stop anybody. I just remember vividly last year. I'll never forget this. They're playing Utah. Everybody knows Utah wants to run the ball. Utah's on the three-yard line going in. USC had three down linemen. (laughs) They had three down linemen inside the five-yard line. And Utah proceeded to run it in for a touchdown. It's like stuff like that. Like, how do you get in the position you're in? And you showing year after year after year that you're below average. But you know what goes on. You know what happens, right? They go watch the film as a, they go watch the film as a staff. Oh, and they just blame the players. You know, oh, no doubt about. It. Let's, just call, let's just call it what it is, man. Marcus Freeman's on the hot seat. Oh, let's just call it what it is. Uh, he, he was expected to come to Notre Dame and to bring this new life into this, into this, you know, this, this university and this team. And up to this point, he's basically failed from what the uh, the the uh, fighting uh, uh, alumni uh, would expect from a winning coach to come to this university. Mm. So if they were coming into the season as a top ten football team. And I thought that they were. And obviously they they lost game one. And then last week they go to Louisville and they basically look like a shell of themselves. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. They just couldn't do anything to slow down this Louisville football team. And they basically put Louisville on the map and said, wait a minute. We know that Louisville is 5-0, and but they are they this for real, which I believe that they are. But back to Notre Dame. You know, playing in this game today, LeVar, you said they can't 
can't lose another game. They've already lost two. So that automatically puts them out of the national championship top four to win the national championship. There's no way that you can lose two games and expect to get into the top four to, to compete for a national championship, and let, let alone that. I don't even think they're going to beat Caleb Williams and his team today. I think that the USC is going to go into Notre Dame, uh, kick them while they're down, and then, and then they're going to have three losses, and the season is basically, basically going to be over. So Notre Dame basically picks the team that they want to play against every year. They pick their own schedule. So don't be upset when you're losing football games when you're basically selecting your own schedule of the team that you want to play to take the basically the easy route to get into the national championship or the top four to compete for a national championship and then you put Louisville on your on your schedule and you go up there and they make you look like you're a high school football team. Mm. So they haven't been doing themselves any justice, and I don't think that they will beat USC today. I just think it's one of those seasons for Notre Dame where you know you just gonna you know have to enjoy seeing them on NBC every Saturday for the next six or seven weeks. But far as far as them competing for a national championship, they lost that opportunity last week when they went to Louisville and got beat. Mm. That was a big loss for them. They've been competitive. I mean, they've they've pulled out close ones and they've let close ones get away, obviously. I think this is a super big game for both teams, but I think none bigger than USC. You know, I think that for them to maintain pace, not only for Caleb Williams to 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 win an, another Heisman, but for their season as a whole. You know, I believe that this is this is a strong team. They do need to improve on defense. That has been their liability. You watched Arizona have with a with a young uh, red shirt freshman have a tremendous day. You know, those my boys right there. You know, Noah yeah, the Fafitas, baby. Yeah, shouts out to Les and Noah. Uh, you know, it, it, they had an amazing day and 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 carved them up. I think that this is a game where they have to show that they can beat a, a top-notch opponent because I do believe Notre Dame is still considered to be a top-notch component or opponent today. They need to show that they can go in and really, really handle their business against a team like Notre Dame because otherwise some of the teams that they're going to see the rest of the way out, I think it makes it very difficult for them to win out and put themselves in a position to get into the playoff. And with that being said, does that cost Caleb Williams the opportunity to win a, a second Heisman Trophy? He's winning. Who who else is going to take the Heisman Trophy from him? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't see anybody playing at the level that we could say ah. And, and again. They re- once November comes around, it's really okay. He is the for sure Heisman favorite, but I see Caleb Williams winning it. So, 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 so TJ, if, if 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 Caleb Williams and USC lose this game today against uh, Notre Dame, you think he still wins the one hundred percent, one hundred percent because. See, I he think that's a hard one. It's hard to justify for because that's the position that matters most in winning and losing. What so is? if he were to lose to the, the quarterback. Man, listen, man. 
he can put up 50 points. His defense going to give up 51. <laughs> so they, does, is that really the position that matters? I mean, I think, I think it comes down to – a lot of it comes down to how well the team performs. I really do. Like, in some cases See, it doesn't. They put up points at – at a rate that we haven't seen. Like, this is the best offense that Lincoln Riley has ever had. And look at the offenses he's had at Oklahoma. USC, and I know a lot of these kids, it's just crazy that they go to college with all this promise and they not getting better on the defensive side of the ball. They not getting better. Offensively, they're getting way better. And SC better change it because – I know these kids in high school. They stay this way. They not going to SC. Mm-hmm. They not going to SC. They better be kings of the portal because you will not be getting these kids out here in Southern California to commit to USC if y'all stay this way on defense. And the reason they get a lot of them now is because of the daddies. The parents always grew up wanting to go to SC. Daddies. Yeah, he's right, though. <laughs> that, that USC parents, culture out here. The parents he's grew right. up wanting to go to USC, and so in essence, they don't. They basically force their kids to go to SC because they wanted to go. The kids don't even be wanting to go. They forced. Mm. I'm just telling you what I know. Mm. That's, That's TJ Hushman's out of right there bringing the truth. That's Plexico Burris. On the other side of this break, We got my man, Cuffs the Legend. You may know him from Some Dude Show. Yeah, that's right. He's on Up On Game Presents. You can catch his whole show there. But we'll we'll take a quick break right here on the other side. We're going to talk some round ball. That's right, NBA right here, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, is this Eddie Murphy? Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, man, hold on. Before I bring us back into the show, let's let's hear it. I mean, how long is the intro? It's pretty long. Yeah, I it's pretty hear it. long. I think I got like right. 20 seconds of music back oh, here. It's too long. All right. I want, hey, man, that's kind of funny. <laughs> All right, look, welcome back into <laughs> Tough Boy Game. We're live from Tyrac.com studio. It's TJ Hushmanzada. Plexico Burrs, LeVar Arrington. Let's get an update from, from ILO because we're going to go to Cuffs, the legend. We're going to talk some round ball, but let's see what's going on in the world of sports right now. What you got, ILO? Fellas, we will start in Ann Arbor where Indiana took a 7-0 lead at number two Michigan on this trick play. Lucas goes in motion to the near side where the other three receivers are at. Here's a quick throw out here. It's to Donovan McCulley. McCulley's going to throw it down the field. Hit us, Dana Lucas. Touchdown, Indiana! Wow, what a play! It was a lateral back to McCulley, and McCulley bombs it down the field to Lucas for a 44-yard Touchdown. Michigan came back to tie it on a one-yard touchdown run by Blake Corum, and right now Michigan is going for it on a fourth down and goal they at the it. Indiana two-yard line, and McCarthy just threw a touchdown pass to a wide-open receiver in the back of the end zone, Roman Wilson. So, with the conversion to follow, number two Michigan has just taken a 13-7 lead over Indiana with 3.24 left in the second quarter. Number one Georgia, a 14-7 lead at Vanderbilt with 349 left in the second quarter. Third-ranked Ohio State, a 20 to nothing lead at Purdue, 558 left to play in the first half. Fourth-ranked Florida State up 17-3 over Syracuse with five minutes left to play in the second quarter. Number 11 Alabama fell behind Arkansas six to nothing at home today, but since then it's been all Crimson Tide. Now the snap. Here's Milrow. Loads up long. Looks. Has a man wide open midfield, taking it to the house. Kobe Prentice, touchdown, Alabama, 80 yards. And that's the way to recover right there. The call on WTBC, and that opened the floodgates because Alabama now leading Arkansas 21-6 with just over a minute left to play in the first half. One NFL note, the Cleveland Browns today officially elevated quarterback P.J. Walker from their practice squad to the Browns' active roster. He will get the start tomorrow against the San Francisco 49ers, fellas. Hey, Ilo, 
at your service. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Hey, and hey, your weekend. You as well. Yeah, absolutely. You, you guys as well. Absolutely. Thank you. Much Thank appreciated. You. Thank you. All right, buddy. All right. That's Isaac Lowenkron with our, our sports updates. Uh, as promised, we're going to bring him on. Calls himself the legend and then put cuffs right before it. And then you have Cuffs the Legend. That's right, from Some Dude Show on Up On Game Presents. Make sure you check him out and go check him out on, you know what, on his social media handles as well. What's happening, CTL? <laughs> Bro, what's good, man? Like, it's, 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 it's NBA time, man. It's right around the corner, man. I can smell the popcorn. I'm I'm glad you said that because that's why you're here because you're the man, the myth, the legend to talk about it and to do it. Here, we got this whole thing with James Harden going on, and I, let's uh, you know TJ, you know Plex, let's you know Cuffs, let's take a listen to what what James had to say, and let's get some uh, let's get some opinions, some feedback on it. You know, when I got traded here, my, my whole thing was I wanted to retire at sixty. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to be here and retire at sixty. Front office didn't have that in their, in their future plans. It's literally out of my control. Um, it's something that I, I didn't, I didn't want to happen. And it's just a being in this position. But, you know, I, I got to make a, a decision for you know my family. I'm, I'm saying this is a business. Cuffs, we'll start with you, man. I, I mean, what what's your take on this? Man, my thing with James is, I just want to know what his legacy is. What does he want his legacy to be? Because He's in a perfect basketball situation with Joel, you know, returning MVP. You got Tyrese Maxey. Carl Thomas made a song called So Emotional, and that's mm. what I see with James. Like, he is so emotional, man. He's he never been happy. Too. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he's never he's never happy, bro. Like, it's like he wasn't happy in Brooklyn. He played with KD. He had Kyrie. Nice trio that could have did things. He wasn't happy. He wasn't happy in Houston. Now he wanted to go back to Houston. That didn't happen. Now he's in Philly with a dominant big man, still not happy. And it's like I said, I feel like it's a it's a perfect basketball fit for him. But I don't know if he's really a winner, bro. And y'all mm. guys been around winners. Plastico won the Super Bowl. Lavar, you a legend. TJ, you played with with Chad. Like y'all guys were dogs. Y'all was winners. It didn't matter about the stats. It didn't matter about none of that stuff. With James, it's like the opposite. Because they were saying he wanted to go back to Houston cause, so he can win another scoring title, perhaps. Like, what? Who cares? Who cares about a scoring title? We've seen you do all that. But I mm-hmm. think it's an ego thing, man, where in his mind, you know certain great players like that do have big egos, and he still thinks he's the 2017-2018 version of James Harden. That's that's what he talks like his ego is talking right now. But he is a number two option at this stage of his career, man. So I just wish he'll humble himself because kids are watching, young mm-hmm. players watching. What, what, gonna be? what what is the reason for his stance? Is it that he didn't like the way he was being used, or is it the fact that Philadelphia said we're not giving you a max contract with the way you're playing? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. It's like. They made a backdoor deal. You know, they probably told him, yeah, we're going to pay you. And then, like you said, they saw him not show up in game seven. Well, you know, they had a chance to really put the Celtics away and go to the in conference In game finals. six. In game six, yeah, you're right, game six. And then he, he didn't do nothing those last two games, basically. 
So, you know, Maury was sitting back thinking, like, I know we got a great relationship. I know I wind and dine you to get you to come up here. But, man, I can't pay this guy because that guy, no disrespect, no disrespect at all. But, like, James Harden is, like, a better version of, like, a Catino Mobley right now at that stage. Like, he Jeez. he can give you nights where he can give you 30, <laughs> he 35. <laughs> he can give you 35, as he showed in the conference, in the semifinals against Boston. I think he had 42 that game or 45. 40, he, had, he had 45. Yeah, he had 45. And it's like he can do that, but he can only do that in spurts now. Like mm-hmm. the Houston Harden would give you a 40 ball any night because he was in great shape. Those lungs were different. Them lungs were different, man. Them lungs <laughs> them lungs burning now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you can ask Braun. Like, the lungs are burning now. That's what comes with age, man. So I just think he needs to humble himself. And if he if he's a winner, if he wants to win, man, just ride it out with Embiid in Philly. The fans love you, right, man? He's in the best situation in Philly if he if he wants to contend to to win an NBA championship. But only reason I can see him wanting to go back to Houston because he's brilliant. Going to be the only person that can shoot the basketball, so he's going to score all the points. So that's the reason. That's the reason why he wants to go back to Houston. But just like you said, man, I think what happened was that uh, him and Moore in that organization, man, they made a backdoor deal. Uh, you know, to you know, to give him especially give him he takes Lex money, Plaxico, when they sign right. uh, to give him PJ a, Tucker to give him a max deal. But if they don't let the Boston Celtics out of the building in Game Six, then we're not having this conversation. Yeah. I think that I think that's what it all stems from. So if he's saying that the relationship between the organization and Maury is beyond repair, then I mean. If he's not going to play basketball in Philadelphia, then what's the next move? Where is he going to play basketball at? Yeah, I think it's I think it's individual accolades. But you know what I would love to see? I would love to see two things happen. If if he can go to Miami, I think I think he's scared of the grind. He's scared of that situation. No, he he, he doesn't have it to play in Miami. Man, y'all are just really killing Harden. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like. I, him in, I don't like him in Miami at all because James Harden, the grind, huh? he does not – he don't play defense. Hey, you Miami know – Miami is about physicality, rebounding, and playing defense. Hey, but you and know when you sign that he up don't do. to go to Miami, you know what comes with it. You know what comes with playing with the Miami Heat. Yeah, I would love to see him in that Heat culture just to see if he's about that life is what I'm saying. Mm. And I don't think he is. So the only alternative to make James Harden happy, because everybody wants to be loved, right? All athletes will tell you this, the stars, everybody on the roster, they want some love. So if he wants love and he don't feel like Philly's showing him enough love, why not just go back to OKC and ride out to the sunset where you all started? With the young boys, be a mentor. We all get to a certain point as athletes, and we got to be honest with ourselves and look ourselves in the mirror and be honest and say, you know what? I, I'm no longer the player that I used to be. Exactly. And, and I think that's one of the things that he's having some issue with, his ego and pride and all those things in the way. Listen, I'm sure Carmelo Anthony would love to be playing basketball right now, but he's not the Carmelo – that we have been accustomed to seeing when he was in Denver and playing in New York. It, it, every every chapter comes to an end. When he has to realize that he's not the two or three, four-time leading NBA scoring title, uh, James Harden, that he was seven years ago. So maybe no, it's he like has that to meme. Be- 
it's like that meme plaque. It's like that meme where they say, you're not that guy. You're not that guy anymore, man. You're not. And it's fine. We still love you, Harden. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I still, I still got crazy love for him, but, dog. You're just not that guy anymore to, to, to drop, give me 40 and 50. Wow. All right. Well, James Harden, you've just got a lot of dirt poured on top of you. I don't know that you're in the coffin and in the ground yet, but it seems as though you're dead on up on game. Uh, hey, man, hey, we can bring him on the show. I ain't got a problem with that. Hey, which means that this topic is dead as well. Let's let's move on. What, what else is going on? Um, of note to to discuss in the NBA right now, Cuffs. What's what's hot on your your radar? Uh, on my radar right now, man. I gotta be honest. I know a lot of LA Laker fans listening to the show, man, out on the West Coast. I just want to say personally, <clears throat> excuse me, to the Laker fans, to Laker Nation. Number five is coming. Go ahead to Party City. Go to Pause. Party City. Go. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Back it up. Back it up. Uh, num- uh, uh, number five. What? For LeBron, LeBron about to get his fifth ring this year, so I want everybody to go to Party City. Man, come on, go to Party City. Get go to Party City. Where you and TJ was at last night drinking at? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see, I'm just going to listen. I'm just listening, baby. You and TJ was smoking a drink somewhere last night. Brian going to get his number five? It should be stated that Cuffs is is a known and and pronounced uh, Lakers fan, you know. It should be stated. What what the Western Conference is looking like right now? Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man. The Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. We ain't talking about Golden State. But look, as currently constructed, they don't have anything for the Lakers. The Phoenix Suns, Booker, Bill, KD, I love those guys. I'm fans of all those guys, but it's too many little shoulders on the Suns. They don't have Ooh, enough big shoulders. Little guys. shoulders. So, so yeah, you think so guys. you think the Lakers can beat the Phoenix Suns in a seven game series? Yeah, it, it, it'll probably go six or seven. But I'm telling you, here's and the, the and the Denver Nuggets and, and the Nuggets. Y'all ain't mentioned the Nuggets. Come on, yet. man. I, I did mention the Nuggets because oh, you I did? don't think. Okay. I don't. I don't think they replaced Bruce Brown. They didn't replace those guys on the team like Jeff Green. They're gonna miss those guys. And that's, that's a good point. The target. The target is on their back this year, so it's gonna be different when you're being hunted this year. And I think the Lakers have so much more size. You seen Christian Wood right now. Christian Wood looking good. Plax. Who? Max. Max Christie. Austin Reed's going to be a potential all-star this but year. But aren't you guys, and, and yeah, TJ, you could chime in on this too, but Cuffs, aren't y'all basing this off of Anthony Davis being a part of the games and playing? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, being healthy. AD has to be healthy. We know that. But okay, I, so isn't that AD a big – AD playing 60 games this year. That's isn't, enough. Hey, isn't I, that a big contingency here that AD can actually be available for them to win it all? I mean, Isn't honestly. that all the best teams, your best players no. need to play? Hey, no. KD, KD, no, KD, no. Yes, what you're saying. Anthony, yes, but but Anthony has proven that he don't play. Anthony, he gets hurt. Anthony gets hurt. Might have said two weeks ago that he, he wants to play in all 82 games. Nah, we I don't need him in 82. NBA, we just need him in 60. Finding the teams. His brain is for, saying for that, but his knees, hips, ankles, toes. Come on, <laughs> they, I don't think those back. is agreeing with him. Come on, Cuff. AD is back. He gonna play. He gonna play like sixty five. Where he been at for the last few years? They're not gonna need him. They're not gonna need him for eighty two this year because they are so deep. They are deep. And Japanese Jordan, Hachimura is here. Who? Don't forget Hachimura. Really? <laughs> He's pretty Rory good. Hachimura is. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I like his game. I want to. I want to leave y'all with this though. I want to leave y'all with this man. The spicy thing that I'm seeing right now is Victor Wimbenyama. 
bro. Right. He looked like a he looks like a seven foot four Tracy McGrady to me right now. Oh wow! Oh my greatness! That's my favorite player. His highlight, what he's done, like last night, man. Like watch the highlights from last night, like bro, like. He's going to have moments every single night, whether it's a defensive rotation, shot blocking, just the way he can cover ground at that size. Like, watch the highlights from last night. Like, the way he covers ground on both ends of the floor. He did a Euro step from the three-point line and dumped. Like, like I've never never seen that. I've never seen a Euro step from the three-point line. Oh, my gosh. Me either. I got to check it out. Yeah, they call Chris Stapp Porzingis. Porzingis was labeled a unicorn many years ago, and he didn't really live up to that. But I, I pray that this kid stays healthy because Victor, I think he is really the basketball unicorn we're going to get a chance to really see. All right. Wow. Hey, let me ask you about Boston. They, they, You know, the last time we talked, I, I kind of felt like, you know, losing smart is, is a hurt piece. But they've since added Drew Holiday and – and just just seeing that that him fill that void, I've I've always felt Brown and Tatum were players that are are mega mega star players, no doubt. But I don't know that they had the personality to be that that person that wills them to that that next level, that that leadership quality or that dog that it's like they're going to get you to go to the next level. I don't know that that's Drew Holiday, but from all reports I've heard about him, he very much has that type of leadership brand and, and resume that he brings to the table. And clearly he brings a, a, a toughness and a hard-nosedness, like, almost like a, you know, like a P.J. Tucker, but he can facilitate. He can facilitate with the ball, and I feel like this gives now, to me, it now puts them back in the conversation of winning the East and it not just being a foregone conclusion that Milwaukee will do it. Yeah, I think I think I agree with everything you said. I think Drew Holiday, like, he, he puts them over. I put them over the buck slightly because of him because Tatum and Brown being heavy ISO scorers their whole career – and they never had somebody just to get them easier looks, and, like you said, facilitate. I think Drew Holiday is really going to bring that, man. And I, I see him stepping into more of a, like a Rondo role as far as their leadership mm-hmm. and, like you said, being a vocal leader because mm-hmm. he has that championship pedigree and that championship respect because they've right. seen him win a championship. So Tatum, Brown, those guys going to be all ears this year, like really locking in. Like Malcolm Brogdon, they got him last year to be that guy, but he was injured here and there. It, it wasn't really a seamless fit because Brogdon does have certain limitations offensively. Drew Holiday can get you 25, 30-some nights. He'll sneak up on you and cook you some nights. But I just think it's a, it's a perfect piece, man. Like they've been missing this for a while since, Ron, since Rondo. Mm, it is. They, they definitely have two elite defenders uh, in the backcourt with uh, Jalen Brown and Drew Holiday. So we're going to see how they match up in the East. So like you said about AD staying healthy with Boston, it's going to come down to KP, poor Zingas. He got to stay healthy because that's been a knock on him every year. Last year he was great in Washington, but we know mm-hmm. Boston a different type of pressure. Mm-hmm. A different type of pressure. It's almost like L.A. pressure. So I want to see poor Zingas because he's looking, he looking real good right now in the preseason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else, TJ? Plex? Oh, yeah. Hey, Cuffs, 
Hey man, stay off, the, stay off the drugs, man. There's no way the Lakers. <laughs> they say they say we coming, man. A hey, we, hey, Colorado, <laughs> man. We come, we coming. Who you got? Who you got? Who you got? I'm go. I'm I'm going Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks in NBA Finals. Nah, you mean little shoulders? The shoulders too little, man. Jeez, little man. Shoulders. Shoulders, Phoenix shoulders too little. I'm telling hey, you, I remember that. Hey, I hey, I know. Hey, I know what a set of little shoulders can do. Mm. And they're going to prove it. Who you got in the finals, Cuff? <laughs> Who you got in the finals, Cuff? Oh, I got uh, I got the L.A. Lakers, of course, and uh, I'm going with the Celtics, man. I want to see the bat- I want to see that battle for the 18th banner. We going. That's what 18. I have as well. That's wow. what you have, TJ. Yes. yes. Well, these L.A. Laker guys, man. I, everybody's on the same Lakers, page. Celtics. They speak the same language. <laughs> they agree <laughs> with each other. 80's going to play 70 games. I mean, come on, man. You got to stop. Huh. AD, AD, AD is going to be the defensive player of the year. If, if anything, he wants that award, man. He's Damn, getting jerked boy, for that. Y'all are really on something out there. You said AD wants defensive player of the year. He, he wants. I know that for a fact. He wants. <laughs> he's been getting. He's been getting jerked the last couple of years. He, they had a uh, preseason poll. By right? what? They had a poll the other day about the uh, defensive players of the year. Who the best? Like leading candidates. They had yes. him receiving votes. He wasn't even a top four or five in the in the poll. So he's motivated. Well, oh, good, good thing it's on paper. So y'all think he's going to retire the the nickname Street Clothes, Street Clothes Davis? <laughs> that, that ain't going to be his thing this year. No, nah, it's all day AD. All day AD is back all now. Day. You know yeah. that there was an all day AD that played football. That was kind of where that that nickname came from. He played a lot right. of games. I'm just I'm just thoroughly perplexed that y'all really have faith in the fact that he's going to be able to stay healthy enough to have hey, that new, type of new, impact new see, on this new team. season, new him. Um, I believe, man. It's, it's something special about this team, y'all. I'm dead serious right now. It's something serious about this team. They smiling. You seen Braun last night? He went and changed middle of the game, man. He on the bench eating fruit bowls. It's something man, there, man. hey, it's something different about my New York Giants team. They smiling in there and all that. <laughs> if they smiling, it's a problem. They ain't got nothing to smile about. <laughs> they smiling. <laughs> it's something different about this team. They just, they just, just ain't the same damn results. Oh, man. <laughs> This is going to be so much fun. I, I tell you what, buckle up, y'all out there, because this is going to be a fun ride here. Because that that is, hey, and TJ, you got a teammate now. Like your your Lakers now, you you have a teammate here where you got some support with. Uh, when we tell you, you out your mind for thinking that the Lakers is going to be good. So there you go. You got cuffs on your team. Tag, hey, cuff, hey, cuffs, you, hey, cuffs, you, can, you, you eat candy apples? Oh, this guy. What? You eat candy you apples? Candy. Not candy apples. Hey. Caramel apples. Yeah, that's not the candy, candy apples. Hey, 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 TJ got a plug on them them candy apples, them them sweet, them sweet tasting apples, you know what I mean? So, you know, maybe he'll hook you up because y'all, you know, y'all Laker buddies now. Y'all y'all Laker hey, brothers. And then, you know, for my birthday, Fox sent me some uh a bunch of cookies from Cookie Society, smash those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, Fox. I appreciate it. I should have told boy. y'all this a few weeks ago. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Ate them all. It's funny. It's Cups the Legend, man. It's from Some Dude Show. Make sure you check him out. Up on Game Presents is where you can find him. His content, as you could tell, is fire. He's the dude. Cups, we appreciate you, man. Probably had you back on next week, you know, so we'll talk to you bro, soon. Anytime, man. Strive for five. Lakers, Lakers and five, bro. 
Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, have a, a great day, Cuffs, and enjoy yourself. And uh, you know what? If it comes time for me and Plex to, to do an intervention on you and TJ, right, we will right. do just that. But on you the other side do. of this break, you know what it is. Up on game, down on game, as I continue to dominate TJ and Plexico on these picks. We'll take a quick break, but we'll be right back. All right. It's Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. All right, welcome back into the show. This is Up On Game. It's TJ Hutchman's eyes, Plexico Burst. I'm LeVar Arrington. If you missed anything, make sure you check us out wherever it is that you get your podcast. That's Up On Game. And you can check out Up On Game Presents where you're able to hear guys like Cuffs the Legend. You can check out Burn Factory, Coach Randy Taylor on recruiting. So, so many great things going on there. Uh, and we added... Coach Franklin from Penn State, my weekly conversations, the audio will be available on Up On Game Presents if you like uh, Coach Franklin and hearing what he has to say. We were going to do Up On Game, Down On Game, but you know what? It was brought to my attention that, and it was correctly brought to my attention that we needed to pivot and make a move and let some receivers talk about some receivers if y'all know what I mean so here's a treat for you guys that are listening a bonus treat because well we weren't even going to make it to the topic but let's talk about Steve Smith and 
and Jerry Judy, the situation that took place. Do we have the audio, Bo? Let's let's set it up with the audio that took place with Steve Smith and what he had to say about Jerry Judy. But then it came out, you know, obviously people were weighing in. Jerry Jerry Judy weighed in and responded to to the the critics. The two that were the most notable critics were were Mark Schlereth and and Steve Smith. So let's let's check out what Steve Smith had to say. And and then we'll comment on what Jerry Judy had to say, and then we'll just go from there. For a short while ago, yeah. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was walking by, and Steve yeah. called out to him. I called and he got a different reaction. I called out to him because I, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. Just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Robb and Bucky, you can was you can ninja. Ninja? Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right, and then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you're a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go uh, back into the studio. I'm done now. You can cut it there. Yeah. TJ, you want to chime in on this first? I just feel like, uh, <laughs> number one, that's Steve's opinion. And so me, th- this this is just my opinion on the entire situation. When I was a player and guys made it personal with me, or if I felt it was personal, when I saw that guy, I was going to say something. Steve, the same way. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so me being in the media now, I will never – make it personal with a player because I don't want that type of relationship. I don't want to be the old guy, oh, man, when you played and now that you're not playing, it's, I don't want to be that guy. But we, we have a job to do. And that's how Steve, Steve Smith feels about Jerry Judy. Me personally, I think Jerry Judy can play. Drew Locke was his quarterback. Now he has a Russell Wilson that's not the Russell Wilson of old. He needs a change of scenery. The way he's playing, Steve is correct. But I believe if he was in a different situation, he would play better. Hmm. That that's just my opinion. Plus, what you I, Jerry Judy quick. handled it in a way that Steve would probably handle it had he been playing and somebody said that about him as well. Let's not forget that. What you think, real quick, Plex? I mean, got like I, I one agree. minute. <clears throat> I, I agree with TJ saying um, if he was in a different situation, then obviously his results would be a lot better. 
But speaking on, but speaking on Steve Smith, this is the same person who, who when, when I went into free agency and I was to visit the Carolina Panthers, he came out and said he did not want to play with me. And they had some younger wide receivers that they wanted to, that needed to work and get it uh, that they wanted to work and get better with. So, so when he say uh, he makes things personal. He does, and when he said <laughs> when when he said that in the media, I didn't even take the trip to to uh, to the Carolina Panthers because I'm saying, like, wow, uh, maybe he's more concerned about uh, being be, better get, than him. getting food taken out of his mouth than, than pursuing a championship. Hmm. So I never went on a visit. I said, you know, I, I'll take my talent somewhere else, and and. History shows we went on to win a championship, so he can be he can be a personal guy, but just like a teacher said in the media, he's supposed to be lifting these young men up, and you know and giving them encouragement and, and, and motivating them. And he's not in the best situation to where he can show his true ability and to be somewhere better. All right, that's Plexico Birds. That's T.J. Hushmanzada. I'm Lavar Arrington. You got Jonas Knox show coming up next. Stay dialed in. It's Fox Sports Radio. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.